Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, the author of the E5 Method, it is Todd Brown. Todd, you're found on the web at toddbrown.me. Todd, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. All right, break it down for us. What is the E5 Method and, and what, work do, what work do you do in the, in the marketing world? So I'll start with the second question. So uh, we work with entrepreneurs that are looking to grow from a million to 10, $12 million and looking to do it on the back of effective direct response marketing. Uh, the E5 method is really the, the simplest way for me to explain it is it is a process for engineering a front end customer or client acquisition marketing campaign that a, uh, virtually any entrepreneur can use to acquire new buyers predictably and consistently from paid media. Okay. Uh, you had my curiosity. Now you have my attention, as Leonardo DiCaprio would say in Django Unchained. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. And so you want me to break it down? A yes, little bit? please do. Please do. Tell me more. So, yeah. So E5, e, you know, E5, there are five stages. The very first stage that we bring people through. And if I go too deep, you rein me back in and, 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 uh, and tell me where you want to go. So the very first stage is the, um, uh, is the examination stage. And this is all about, we examine, we teach our, our entrepreneurs how to examine three things, prospects, competitors, and the product or service that they're, that they're promoting. Obviously, all effective marketing starts with an understanding of the audience. And so what are their wants? What are their desires? What are their emotions? What are their feelings? What are their beliefs? What's the current stage or state that they're in? What's the after state that they want to want to uh, achieve? What is the main problem or issue that they are dealing with that we as the entrepreneur can solve? We start there. Everything goes through that the filter of what it is that we uncover during that. Then we go over and we examine competitors. And there are two core things that we look at when we're examining competitors. Number one is we're examining their offers. And so ultimately, when it comes time to engineer our own campaign using the E5 method, we want to engineer a superior, irresistible, no-brainer offer. That's a mm. sin offer. Superior, irresistible, no-brainer. So I always say superior to what? Superior to competitors. In order to know whether we've got a superior offer or not, we need to know what our competitors offering. So what are the deliverables? Like what are they providing to their uh, to their buyers, to their clients, to their customers? What's the price? What's the terms? What is the guarantee or risk reversal? What are the bonuses or premiums that they get? That's the first thing that we look at. The second thing that we look at, uh, we teach our folks how to examine 
their marketing. And ultimately what we're looking for is we're looking for two categories of, of messaging elements. Number one, what, what, what benefit statements, what, what benefits are they claiming? What promises are they making? Uh, That's so that we can learn from what it is that our competitors are doing. But the other thing that we want to look at is how are they positioning the way that their product or service Mm -hmm. works? We refer to that as their mechanism. And that's, we want to know how our competitors are positioning their mechanism. So we know what not to do, right? (laughs) So we know that's really it. Why, why not to do, why why would you not do, help, help me understand why you would learn what not to do there. Yeah. So this is a great, this is a great point. So let me take a step back for one second and say this for everybody. It doesn't matter what product or service you're promoting, what marketplace you are in. Differentiation is key. Differentiation has always been key. Uh, there, there are only really, there are only three ways to differentiate your product or service from competitors, right? If, if you're, if you don't differentiate, you're viewed as a commodity. And if you're viewed as a commodity, number one, it's very difficult to get attention and create engagement for your marketing messages. If you're viewed as more of the same, the other thing is that if you allow your product or service to be viewed as a commodity, then your pricing is ultimately dictated by the market. In other words, what the market determines the value of a commodity is what people are willing to pay for a commodity. Nobody is willing to pay double the price for something that they can get up the road that way, that way, or that way. And so we want to prevent this commoditization of your product or service. And so we need to differentiate. There there are three ways to differentiate and only three ways to differentiate. Number one is if you have what's called a USP, a unique selling proposition. A unique selling proposition is when your product or service offers a unique benefit, a unique result, a unique outcome that none of your competitors are offering. Today, having a USP is extremely rare. It's typically found only with disruptive um, technologies. Like when Uber first hit the scene, they had a USP, right? At the time, before Lyft and other ride-sharing apps, right? They were the only ones where you didn't have to um, you didn't have to hail a cab, right? You could just pull it up on your phone. You didn't have to have cash on you. You could see when your driver would arrive. There were ratings. All of those things provided unique benefits. Today, like I said, it is extremely rare and typically only found with disruptive um, um, technologies. The So you've got the, the, the um, USP, a unique benefit. And really, let me just skip for time purposes. And then there is the other way to differentiate. The other core way to differentiate is in how your product or service works to deliver the result that prospects care about. So in other words, how does your product or service work to give the outcome, to give the result, to give the transformation, to give the payoff to the prospect? How? And when your product or service has a different how, when it has a different mechanism of producing the result, that's what we call a unique mechanism. That is a big part of the E5 method. We teach folks how to identify the unique mechanism within their product or service. And then we build our marketing campaign or we build the E5 campaign around that unique mechanism. So going back to your question, so part of why we have to examine competitors is because we want to understand what are the mechanisms that our mm. competitors are claiming they have so yeah. that we know what not to do. In other words, we don't want to model and match their You mechanism. don't want to be a me too. No, if you're right, if you model and match their mechanism, you're a me too, you're a commodity, and now yeah. you, you're contributing to the noise. 
And so now we know, right, we, we, in order to know that we've got a unique mechanism, we've got to know the other mechanisms being promoted or else we can wind up with just a mechanism, not a unique mechanism. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, I mean, so Todd, a lot of this sounds like pretty basic marketing 101 stuff, but I bet that uh, there are so many business owners that are out there that they think that they're that they're doing this, but in reality, they're probably not. They're missing the mark. And I suspect that you've, because I know you've worked with some pretty big folks and it, it's almost like you're taking and say, guys, let's go back to the basics and really test this to make sure that we're following the basics. And I think what you're going to find is no, you got distracted. You started doing stuff and it, it, it it's, you know, now you've created confusion in the customer's mind. They don't see you as, um, you know, truly unique. And so therefore that's negatively impacting yourselves. Is that, it, 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 I'm, I'm making some assumptions, some guesses there, but yeah, I, 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 I could see this happening. Yeah. And so look, I, I think that you're pretty spot on in that. Look, I, I, I think number one, yeah, I, I think it's important without going down a rabbit hole. I think that strategically, from a strategic perspective, when it comes to marketing, yes, we're talking about the basics, the basics being like, look, you have to differentiate, right? And so you have to differentiate. I think where the E5 method deviates uh, from lots of other approaches is, is in the tactical implementation of those strategies. So in other words, I think folks intuitively get, entrepreneurs intuitively get that they need to differentiate themselves from their competitors so that they're not a, another, you know, a, another me too product uh, so that they're not a commodity. But I think that the way that a lot of entrepreneurs uh, go about trying to differentiate is, um, is typically uh, ineffective. They, they tend to try to differentiate through their own credibility or through social proof or through their own experience or through the length of time that they've been in business. And the reality is, is that commerce has changed. What used to be viewed as a valuable differentiation points or valuable points of differentiation are no longer nearly as effective. For example, yeah. time in business. There was, a, there was a time when if you had been in business for 50 years, 30 years, if it was a family business, that was heavily weighted. That was heavily yeah. valued. Today, thanks to the internet and technology, it's not nearly as valuable as it yeah. once was. That doesn't change the fact that differentiation is critical, right? That what that changes is tactically what we do to differentiate. And today I would say that uh, the, the single most effective way to differentiate is by identifying the unique mechanism yeah. within your product or service, whether you have an agency, whether you provide professional services, whether you have a, a, a software, whether you have an information program or product or training is in Tell me how your product or service works to deliver the result that you are promising. How does it work differently from everything else that I have available to me? Because what I want to know is what is different about the way your thing works? Not just, not just what's different about it. Like, look, the reality is this, that your, your thing could be different because yours is red and everyone else's is blue. That doesn't make it better. That doesn't make it more appealing to me. What I want to know is what is different about the way your thing mm. works that makes it superior to every other option that I have out there. 
Yeah. And then we build the campaign around that around. We use what's called education based marketing, but not just education based marketing for education's sake. In other words, we're not just trying to educate to, to prove how much we know or to prove how how, you know, how deep our knowledge is. We're educating about one thing and one thing only, and that is the unique mechanism. What makes it different and what makes it superior to every other solution available? Yeah. 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 I mean, if you're not in the blue ocean, I mean, good luck. Um, You know, if you really want to do business like that, I mean, it, 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 it makes it so much clearer for the user, for the, for the customer to say, yeah, um, we're SEO, but you know, um, not like you probably have ever worked in SEO before. Right. And then you go into that. And I think, Todd, I think one other thing, I remember one of the first marketing books I ever read, um, I, I think it's just phenomenal, is it's called Positioning the Battle of Your Mind. Um, On the shelf. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and one of the concepts I, I thought was just so brilliant was the concept of repositioning the competition, um, which is a real opportunity. So what I like about this, and, and I know that you've worked with like Russell Brunson, and you know he's talked about this, about um, you know, this, this uh, boy, now I'm losing my train of thought here on this, but, uh, you know, this, this concept of, nope, it's gone. Don't remember. <laughs> what was it going to be? Talk the, about repositioning and maybe I'll remember yeah. what I was, I was a well, really let me, great let me see point. If I could. So Russell, great marketer, dear friend, phenomenal entrepreneur. Can't say enough about him. Was what were you talking about? Russell's uh, Russell's talked about this idea of the improvement versus new opportunity. Was that what you were? It could have been it. I think it was something else. It'll come back to me later. Well, I, I think it, it'll it, come it, back to me as soon as we're, we're done recording the interview. <laughs> that's not how it Damn, always that works. was that great that's question. That's how it always <laughs> works. Um, but I'll, I'll say that there, you know, so that idea, uh, which Russell articulates really well, really yeah. originates with Dan Kennedy, uh, right? A direct response legend. Um, and it's the idea and it plays into exactly what it is that we're, we've been talking about really in the mechanism. And that mm-hmm. is that what people value more, as strange as it sounds, is they don't want an improvement to what it is that they're currently doing. They want something new that will replace what it is that they're currently doing. So it's the difference between, let's say, if we were teaching people, for example, if we were equipping orthodontists with a referral generation system, it's the difference between saying to them, I'm going to show you what you're doing wrong in your current system, and I'm going to give you tips for how to improve it so that you get better results versus saying, I'm going to hand you a five-step system that you plug into your practice and it will begin generating referrals for you uh, almost right away. The difference is, right, one is an improvement an improvement positioning. The other is replacement. And the reality yeah. is, is that when you have a different mechanism, when you can demonstrate to your audience, to the marketplace, that you, your product or service, whether it is we help you get, uh, we help you with SEO, we help you get top rankings on Google so that you're found by prospects. But the way that we do it, the way that our service works, the way that our technology works is very different from what you likely already know and may have even tried in the past. Here's what makes our approach different and better. Yes. And that's the point I think I was going to get to. It was the point is that, um, you know, if you've tried SEO in the past and you failed, it's not your fault, right? It, it's so you develop or you build this 
um, this kind of this contrary, this contrary system or way of doing business. And you make that kind of the bad guy, because, you know, for us, you know, you know, for high ticket sales, for example, you know, I'm just of the opinion that it's really tough to do, you know, cheap lead gen tactics. It's just not going to work. So that's kind of our boogeyman. Right. And so I say, listen, if you've tried doing this or that or whatever, not anybody in particular, not any other agency or guru in particular. Um, but, you know, if you failed at that at the past, well, here's the reason why. Right. And yeah. here's what we do. And here's how we do that. Why we're why we work <laughs> and why yeah. those old methods don't work anymore. It's always yeah, I, I think, easy, Todd, to beat up on the past, too, because that's that's always an easy because things evolve so quickly and that, you know, systems and, and gurus and whatever that are selling old school methods that no longer work. That's, that's pretty easy to, to enroll people into. Yeah, that doesn't work anymore. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you're spot on again. I, I think you're spot on. I think, especially when you can explain why, right. Yeah. When, yes. it, right. Like there are a lot of people out there that, and this is an important point for, for listeners. There are a lot of people out there that will just make claims like the old methods no longer work. And then they offer no support or evidence to back that up. In other words, what they're really doing is they're putting together a marketing campaign that is really just a string of claims and hoping that because they're making those claims, their audience believes them. The more effective way is right when you make a claim about something to have the the rationale to have the reasoning to have the support so somebody can logically logically they they get it right it's important to understand and, and i think and i want to make one comment on what it is that you said about high ticket sales because i also think you said something really profound for everybody to to um to grasp you know like you know look you know everybody everybody talks about this idea that people buy out of emotion and so our marketing our marketing messages need to trigger emotions yes people do buy out of emotion yes we are emotional creatures but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't or don't need to offer the logical support so people can say this makes sense Right. In other words, what happens is in marketing, the most effective campaigns, they convince the heart first and then the head. In other words, that the, the head looks to justify what the heart wants. Today, you need to appeal to uh, their emotion and then you need to give the logical support so that they can say, I get it. I see why this worked. I see why I failed in the past. I understand why those tactics, those strategies, the old school methods are no longer effective today. And I understand why this method, this new mechanism, this unique mechanism, this replacement is so much more effective. I get it. And so we, we need to offer that logical support as well as prodding those emotions. You know, switching gears for a second, you said, you know, that, you know, with high ticket sales that, you know, the, 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 the cheap lead generation tactics aren't nearly as effective as when you're selling, let's say, an inexpensive product or service. And I think that you're spot on. I think the, the valuable thing for folks to understand is, you know, the idea of, you know, there are a lot of people out there that are, for lack of a better phrase, they're fishing for whales and they're yep. using minnows as bait. Yep. And in this context, <laughs> what I mean is, right, like they're they're like, I'm trying to get these high ticket clients and I only want to spend 50 cents to send out a postcard. You're fishing for whales and you're trying to use minnows as as bait. The reality is, is that you need to invest 
for great clients. If you want great clients, you need to do great marketing and you need to be willing to invest, right? You're better off having a smaller list, a smaller audience of qualified quality prospects that you invest in when you're looking for high ticket sales than you are just trying to, you know, spray and pray kind of thing. And so um, you and I are on the same page there. Todd, I want to read your book, um, The E5 Method, um, and and I think that you can get it here. I, I saw the website. So if, if I click on toddbrown.me, uh, and then there's a, a right on your front page there, it says, get this book. And uh, I think that goes to like toddsfreebook.com. Is that, uh, I'm just kind of, I'll let you explain the path here. I'm I'm kind of navigating and finding where, I, where to get to it. Yeah, the best the best way to get it, the team has an offer put together um, at e5bundle.com. So the oh, letter okay, E, good. the number five bundle.com. I believe they've got it for 10 bucks, yep. um, like for shipping, something like that. And it comes with the reason why I recommend that is because while the book is being shipped to you, they, they've got a bunch of additional video trainings that you'll get immediate access to. Um, and some of the video trainings are, uh, are equally as valuable as is the, the book. And so the mm-hmm. book is a great, is a great resource. Obviously I'm biased. And so I don't want to turn this into a commercial, but it's a great resource to really understand some of the finer points of the whole E5 method. And then, right. gives you, a, you know, it's like 300 pages, the book, something like a little over 300 pages for the folks that then you know, want to want more help on that. We certainly, they can reach out to us and we can talk to them about the options there, but that, that bundle, that e5bundle.com is a great place to start. Yeah. Awesome. E5bundle.com. Was that the URL? Yes. Yeah. Cool. Todd, anything else that, that folks wanting to engage, is that the best kind of, kind of portal to kind of get into your world? Yes. Okay, cool. Well then (laughs) that, that, okay. Check. Ask that question. All right. Good. (laughs) Todd, this has been a lot of fun. You're a cool guy. Uh, and I feel like, man, we could, we, this is, this, this was, this could easily be a three hour conversation. Uh, and so again, e5bundle.com, Todd Brown, uh, thank you so much. Again, your personal website is at toddbrown.me. Um, but that's, you know, again, you'll, you'll see the link to the book is, and stuff as well. So Todd, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I so appreciate you letting me ramble to your uh, to your amazing tribe. Uh, you're doing some great stuff, which I didn't get the chance to, to, to say at the very beginning. And so total honor being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, Todd. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, 
tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and re-share you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? Please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review, and we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.